This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. Alright folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Roel Podcast. I'm your host, my name is Roel Santos. I'm a basketball fan. I'm a fan of Pearl Jam. More on that later, you can tell. I'm a fan of everything movies most of the time. I'm a loving family man, and I'm also a podcaster. Welcome to the show, guys. I give this show to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. The best way that you can help out my show is by taking the time to write a review on iTunes. Please leave five stars. Then after you do that, share with your friends. Tweet it, text it, Snapchat it. I know a lot of you use Snapchat. Use Snapchat and show the whole world and your friends that you're listening to my podcast. I would really appreciate that. Also, you can go to Patreon, the Patreon page at patreon.com slash world of row. You could donate a couple of bucks if you'd like. Maybe 50 cents, maybe a dollar, maybe two dollars, maybe a couple of shekels, pesos, whatever. You get the idea. I would really, really appreciate the support. So thank you. Guys, 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 how are y'all? Can you tell? If I sound excited, I sound energetic, could be a little bit of the uh, the morning coffee or morning energy drink that I'm having this morning. It's not your typical energy drink. It's from Herbalife. They make good energy shakes kind of thing, and I have to thank my wife for putting it together. I love it so much. She knows how much I enjoy this drink. Obviously, you can tell I got that pep in my step. There's a number of reasons why. One of them, of course, is the fact that Spurs won last night. That was great. Uh, I stayed up late. (laughs) So I needed this drink. So I feel really energetic. I got this pep in my step, pep in my voice, and I feel really good that they won. But, of course, Tony Parker going down doesn't uh, help the situation. It's kind of nerve-wracking. Not nerve-wracking, but kind of just sad because, you know, this guy, he's been – healthy pretty much his whole career and he's never had such a serious injury although we don't know what it is but there the suspicion is it's season ending and at the worst time could this have happened to the Spurs because he's playing at such a high level even being 34 going on 35 years old and and he's been playing for 16 years so he's got a lot of mileage on those legs so uh best of luck to Tony I know you know you're probably not listening to this podcast Tony but I hope that you get well. Yeah. So there's a shout out to Tony Parker. And I spent the first minute (laughs) talking about Tony Parker. Anyway, guys, today is May the 4th. This is Thursday. Driving to work. You know, the huge May the 4th be with you if you're a diehard Star Wars fan like I am. I still haven't seen Rogue One. I haven't seen it yet. And you know why I haven't seen it? I I just don't want this idea of Disney oversaturating... The movie universe, the Star Wars universe with 30 30 Star Wars movies a year like they're doing to Marvel. And I love Marvel movies. I mean, I I haven't read all the comics, but I love the movies. I was a big fan of Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. I don't want this to happen with Star Wars. I'm pretty sure I'll give in and I'll watch Rogue One. If you've seen Rogue One, I'm pretty sure you'll tell me that it's great. I'll maybe get a text or a post from you on Facebook or tweet or something. Um, I, I, I will see it. I will see it. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm looking forward to episode eight when it comes out this December. Hopefully my wife will go with me and we'll watch it. Uh, let's see this week, guys. It's been, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a long week. Uh, I mean, they go by fast, right? So, I mean, there, it's been, there's been good days and there's been some bad days. I have to tell you, there's been some bad days. Tuesday was a rough day for me, both uh, in my professional life and at home. It was just a rough day. I didn't, I, I didn't get anything done right the way I wanted to. I was a little hard on myself, and um, work was a little agitating just because, you know, I, I don't know. Just I kind of put, I, I didn't put myself in a bad situation, so I don't want you guys to worry or anything. I just, 
should be a little bit more on point with what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, the execution, I sound like a coach right now, but uh, the level should be better, and it hasn't been. The focus hasn't been there. That's probably the best way to put it. So I'm trying to re-energize myself and get ready because this month should be a long month for me because um, I got to work as much as I can while I get ready for uh, for my son to be born. And he's coming, guys, a lot sooner than you think. And I've, I've told you all June 22nd, but he's actually coming sooner. He's going to be here probably the first week of June. You know, the, uh, maybe in the middle of June. I'm not too sure yet. We don't know. We, we do know that he's probably, get, my wife will be getting induced early. So that's going to, that's going to come. I mean, that's going to happen. And I'm, I'm super excited. I've gone to the last couple of doctor's apartments. I'm trying to be the, uh, trying to be a good husband and be there and uh, watch the growth of him and be supportive for my wife. And uh, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's, I can't believe it's already here. I'll have two kids. So I have like a plural, plural number of kids. I'm super excited. And uh, that's been the good news of the week. The bad news of the week was Tuesday. Tuesday was a rough day. And just, uh, I had, you know, a, a moment to reflect personally on my downtime and just kind of say, okay, let's, uh, let's get our shit together, bro. So <laughs> I called myself bro in my head. Yeah, I totally did. Uh, that, you know, and then I think that that's the resilience of us as human beings. When we're, when we, when we're struggling with something and then we figure out a way and our back's almost to the wall, you, you kind of just, you have to respond. And I think that I'm, I've got a good track record of responding with, with things like that. So, uh, this week's guest, I have Sam Slade on the podcast. I know you guys are probably saying again, well, here's the thing. Sam is a very good guy. He's a very good friend of the show and I've said that about a couple of people and Sam Sam's always been a guy that I could talk to on a podcast if I need to put a show together kind of like last minute type of stuff Sam's always a guy like hey I'm ready he's been he's <laughs> he would if <laughs> if it was up to Sam he'd be here every week and I would totally dig that but I gotta <clears throat> do different things and uh Sam being on the podcast um is always is always a good thing. We talk a lot about everything, and it it was a very spur of the moment thing. And I think you'll hear that throughout the conversation, uh, because I caught him while he was in the middle of traveling, and we're talking over the phone. And the, and I know the audio quality might be a little iffy. I do apologize on that. I'm still working out the Skype podcasting issue. Uh, some software. Some software mishaps due to the crash of the Mac of 2017. That was earlier this year. I have to uh, re-download everything and something's not working right. I'm hoping that I can get this done. So, uh, Razor, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you're not from FYFC. I do need your help again, sir. We need to get this resolved so I can give some audio quality greatness here. So, But Sam's on the show. We talk a lot about... Uh, well, we talk about comedy. We talk a little bit about politicalness and, you know, what's going on in Texas. And he's in Austin right now. And I know, and I get what you guys are saying. You get, I get it. You're like, come on, Raul. We keep talking about this. You've beaten it with the dead horse. And I, and I get it. It's just, I, we're, I'm a little, I'm a little passionate about it right now. It's a little concerning for me. And it should be concerning for you too. In some way, unless you voted for the guy, then I can see how you don't feel concerned. But, you know, not middle America or the Bible Belt. You probably have no concerns out there. But uh, down here in South Texas, being a Hispanic and what some people would call a minority, it's very concerning. And, you know, today's the health care reform vote. And I really hope that it doesn't pass because it's going to really... Uh, change things for everybody and it's a little concerning and you know i i saw speaking of that i I just want to touch upon this if you haven't seen that jimmy kimmel monologue i think you should watch it it's very emotional and jimmy kimmel's wife just had a baby had a son and they had to perform an emergency surgery on his baby boy and it, it was very very sad 
but he took the you know he was thankful because of the health care that they had and just he was very emotional i mean you'll really connect to it emotionally i i really think you should watch it i don't want to go into detail about it but anyway as i'm getting closer to uh arriving to work or arriving to my destination i want to go in and say here's my conversation with sam and i hope you enjoy and by the way sam is one of the best podcast guests i've had in terms of uh Results. <laughs> here, it, here is our conversation. I hope you enjoy. Not much, brother. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Doing well. I, I love to hear that. So I. I <laughs> So obviously I, I'm recording this. <laughs> What's going on, Sam? Sam, a lot, man. Uh, just hanging out here in beautiful Austin, Texas. Man, so you you love being out there in Austin. I know you're a, you're a diehard Austinite, and and Sam is a very close friend of the show. So we always talk about Austin. Am I am I still the uh, the most downloaded uh, guest by episode? You are actually. Do I still hold the record? You hold the record, man. I feel like the Nature Boy. I don't want to cross promote too early and start plugging your other shows. No, no, we're not plugging other I'm shows very today. Proud of this title. I'm very proud of this title. You should be very proud of it, bro. You should be what very did, proud uh, of what it. What Randy Savage used to say: "The cream rises to the top." Is Randy used to say that? Oh, there's some great clip where he's just gagged out of his brain, and he's got little cups of creamer that he picked up from, like, the craft services stand, <laughs> and he's put them on his shoulder, and he's going, oh, yeah, the cream rises. <laughs> oh, yeah, dig it. No, man, that's cool, dude. So um, the last time you were on the show, after we recorded, you said something. You go, man, I hope I don't sound like a piece of shit because I kind of came off angry, bro, and I'm like, Sam, it's okay. You had a you. You're, there was a method to your madness, Sam. And you said, "Well, next time, next time I come back on, I'm. I want to be funny." Or you said something to that effect, right? Yeah, so we should just lighten it up a little bit because last time we got so serious and we were all kind of still in the cloud of shock of Trump winning and just everything that had gone on. And I mean, it's not like things are getting any better, but I think we're just all getting numb to it now. Right. Yeah. You know, which is kind of a shitty thing, but at the same time, if you have the least bit of anxiety going on during the day, don't go to your phone and look at the news. It's just, it's like dumpster fire, dumpster fire, cluster fuck, circle jerk, dumpster fire. I mean, it's one after another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's a good point, man. And <clears throat> we were talking about that pick and I on pick and roll earlier today that it's just a travesty we can't watch. We well, we have to kind of deal with it in in so many ways, but it, it sucks. You really have to pick, you know, the things you're going to get pissed off about these days because you, you can't afford to be pissed off about everything anymore. Right. So that's There's too much. There There's is too much. There is too much. So we can be pissed off about how the Cubs are eleven and nine. Can we be mad about that? Twelve, 12 and nine. Oh, 12, twelve and nine. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> Let's keep the record straight, O'Reilly. <laughs> Did you just call me O'Reilly? Oh, I thought, are you not taking the gig now? Oh, no, no, man. If I if I took the gig at Fox News, I'd have to have my head up my ass. The Santos Zone. <laughs> the world of Roe. Yes, I can definitely do that and tell them how much um, I believe that the moon landing was fake. And, uh, uh, no, they're not that fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, they think the Tupac's still alive, or Obama's birth or certificate is is fake. He's not really from Hawaii. He's from Kenya or whatever. Oh, those were the good old days. <laughs> when the most drama going on was Donald Trump begging to see Obama's birth certificate. I miss those days. You miss those days compared to we. We look, look. We're getting sidetracked. We're going right back to that, Sam. Let's let's drift away. Let's drift away a little bit, man. We don't want to get too mad. We want to laugh. Yeah, you're right. Uh, 
but those man that was fun back then when you didn't worry about just a nuclear war popping off on like a thursday afternoon yeah that's true that's true so in austin man so um is it busy out there how is it man there's always something going on in austin they just wrapped up the moon tower comedy festival here oh yeah did you go get to go out to that it was it was my third year in a row uh not performing at it oh man no it's it's like big time a-lister guys oh okay okay you know i couldn't get close to that uh but i mean that brings in a ton of business there's always something going on in austin man it's just you know what are you into you got the film festival you got uh i guess they moved all the uil high school a lot of the high school sports down to san antonio down to your neck of the woods yeah they did because of all what's going on down going on up there in austin yeah, so we lost a lot of business from guys who like to gamble on high school sports. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Which used to, that used to be our bread and butter in Austin. Oh, you know? dude, yeah, that was like the thing. Austin was like the place was, to be. Uh, yeah, it was environmentalist and, uh, and old guys who like to gamble on high school sports. And now everybody just hangs out at the Alamo Dome <clears throat> for state basketball competitions now. Yeah, that's weird they're having it there, man, because I grew up going to the games at the Drum at the uh, the Frank Irwin Center here in Austin. I'd go, yeah. I mean, my, my uncle, he's a high school basketball coach, he'd check me out of school, pick me up, my parents would drop me off, unknowing, and then he would, uh, my uncle David, he would show up and just check me out of school, oh. load it up a little with the uh, secretary, whatever it took, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it was cool because all the, like, the Texas coaches get, like, free passes to that, right? Yeah, yeah, like uh, about a handful of passes, man. We'd go to games all day with whoever was around. Yeah. I, and, you know, it's like walking around with a coach or, you know, at a big thing like that. It's like, you know, every two people my uncle knows and he's he's talking to, used to coach with or coached against or, you know, coaches. That's a weird profession where everybody knows everybody. Yeah, this is true. I remember when I was in high school, the week, it was always like the week before or the week after spring break and they'd have the state championships and my coach our basketball coach would would be gone the whole week because he was going to that he would always go to it like it didn't matter if he knew the teams or knew the coaches or what he was always there yeah i'll tell you this much uh, strip clubs do very well that week or they used to <laughs> in austin so these coaches are i don't know about anymore i, I, don't know, I think they probably took a dip now but uh yeah we got plenty of tech guys and uh, one-off musicians coming into town to fill fill the gaps. Yeah, so I mean, because you, you got Austin City Limits, South by uh, Paramount Theater is always hosting gigs, and uh, you got you know the the Moon Tower. That's where it was, right? The Moon Tower was at the Paramount. Well, we got a lot of out-of-work Uber drivers who need, <laughs> need somewhere to hang out during the day. Oh man, there he goes. There he goes. So so Sam, is it? Can I call you Sam Samuel? <laughs> this is like the fourth time you've been on my show, man, and um I'm glad we finally straightened that up though. <laughs> did, we, did we really? <laughs> hey, uh I wish they would do some kind of like battle of the podcast stars with uh with you and Robin Slim, the guys from the Naked Diner. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Hey, man, there, I don't... There's some others I'm not thinking of. Yeah, well, you know, I can't keep up with Robin Slim, man. They, they, uh... They on... go too hard, man. Yeah, they go really hard. I feel like I'm going to be watching their live stream at some point, and uh, the f- I always expect the guys from Intervention to just come walking into the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, Rob yeah, man, and it's, it's really cool. The way, you know, I was telling Rob... Uh, this one time I said they they do really well off each other because Rob's kind of like the he's not the loose cannon he's almost like they're all pretty much except for Slim Slim is just extremely laid back he just kind of he's just kind of there then of course Slambo is people listening people listening to this right now are going finally somebody's taking the time to do the definitive look back at Robin Slim <laughs> are you is that sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> Someone giving us the fucking bio story that we've been waiting for. Well, well, no, it's just it's amazing because they're all loose cannons. But then Rob is like he he gets 
he gets hammered and then he's just like he's he's a lo- I mean he just goes nuts. They go ape shit. I mean I can't, I couldn't keep up with him. Yeah, so do, what's your thing with Slamborghini? Do you really like him, or do you just like know. him? It's, uh, no, I don't I don't know the guy. It's just, you know, we just fucked around on, on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, if, if you want me to have me on to go add somebody, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun, and, and we have our back and forth. I don't know that I probably wouldn't even recognize him on the street. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so you were on the Naked Diner recently, right? When is that dropping? Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I don't know if it's... Uh, I don't know if they posted it yet. Yeah, I don't know they haven't. Oh, man, those, are, those are nice guys. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Andy was just on the podcast, and uh, yeah, he, he was fun to talk to, but he was he was a little bit different than the last time. He was a very sober Andy, and so he was kind of like just real... I mean, he's still funny, but I was just like, wow, he's just very laid back today. Yeah, well, I think it's because they passed up... Uh, you know, recreational marijuana is a use thing in, in Massachusetts. Oh, that's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you got to check Andy for a fucking pulse every once in a while, I think, now. <laughs> yeah. Last time I talked to him, he was talking about making uh, weed gummy bears. His, his girlfriend's making them. Oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. yeah. He he mentioned that when he was on, on the podcast, and he was talking about how they were, they were going to start doing that. <laughs> he's, ta- he's calling everybody. He's going to end up, like, on a... Senate hearing in front of Jeff Sessions. Oh, are you are you being serious? No, I no, I don't know. I just know he's making all these like across state lines talking about how great the weed is in Massachusetts. <laughs> well, down here in Texas, it's a different story, I'm sure. No, down here in Texas, it's still the devil's marijuana. No, yeah, we're keeping it that way. God damn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, now we're cutting film incentives. And uh, I was thinking about it earlier this morning. I think if you're still with Trump at this point, you're either just a total fucking moron, or uh, or you might just be a racist. I'm gonna say it's a little bit of both. Uh, I think there's a Venn, a big Venn diagram on that. <laughs> there's a lot of sharing overlap between racist and just flat out dumb. Yeah. I mean, here we are, the first hundred days, and uh, let's see, he fumbled, he got shut down on health care, there's no wall, they're not going to get wall funding, uh, you know, thankfully we're going to avert a government shutdown, only because the, the White House is caving. Yeah. Uh, you know, seems to me like he's been the opposite of what all these rednecks thought he was going to be. But but then yet do they still have do, does he still have them does he still have their backing and look we're going right into the political warfare uh, Sam yeah I think it's uh I think it's pretty much like the same base is still with him I don't think he's you know mm-hmm. turned too many of that core group off I'm not I'm not a political scientist but from what it looks like and what you see you know I think it's probably pretty much the same guys just follow, you know they just into the Trump brand right. I saw. Uh, hey, hold on, real quick. Hold on. Switch up behind it. So then, so what you're saying is, is that I should boycott Steinmart? No, I'm not telling anybody to boycott anywhere. If you can put together an outfit that looks good from Steinmart, do it. Good luck. <laughs> oh, Sammy, Sammy. So you've been keeping up with the Cubbies, or yes, you have, because obviously man, you man, know they're twelve and nine. It's been an interesting rollout to the season. Right. A lot of pomp and circumstance, but, uh, well, not that much circumstance. A lot of pomp. Yeah. But I think they'll turn it around here. We're, we got a ways to go till the All-Star break. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. It's not even like, they don't even need to turn it around. Shit, they're 12-9. and nine. They're just, you know, getting the groove of things a little bit. Let this uh, World Series hangover rest off. Hopefully it's not going to last another 100 years. Yeah. And then at the same time, they just have to tell each other, try not to suck, right? Yeah, try not to suck. You know, they might need David Ross to uh, <laughs> show up a little bit more often, give some pep talks. <laughs> I love the Brizzo commercials, man. Those are so funny. They're really great, man. Uh, yeah, they've been, they've been hitting the ball all right, the two of those guys, Brian and Rizzo, the yeah. Brizzo Souvenir Company. Yeah, Brizzo's, Rizzo's starting off pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. So, 
have you been keeping up with a lot of comedy lately? And last time we talked, I told you that I was taking my dad to go see Marin in, in late March, in which my dad absolutely loved it. It was great. Dude, I loved it. Uh, the next night, my mom saw Marin uh, at some restaurant in Austin. Oh, really? Yeah, I talked to him, and uh, she was too cool to take a picture with him for <laughs> Facebook. She was like, didn't want to fan out that hard. But I guess did the, uh, you know... My son's a big fan and that whole deal, and uh, yeah, so that's weird. I guess he's uh, it's nice to hear Marion's like a cool, down to earth guy. He's not quite the uh, you know the Marion caricature. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was really it was my first. I had seen some of his stand up, the more later uh, stand up uh, special, and I I'm, and I watched it like a few times, and I'm like, well, I don't know if my dad's gonna like this, but we're there. And he did like a, he must have did like an hour and fifteen minutes or twenty minutes, and um, he started mocking Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. He said, "Man, those guys are so old. I don't know how they're still doing it." And he was mocking them, and he's like, "I don't know if Mick Jagger should should really be doing that little dance he does. You know how he puts his hands on his hips or whatever that he does." Yeah, dude, he works it. He's Jagger. Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> so Marin's like, you know, imitating him, and my dad is like barreling over, laughing. Nice. Yeah. With the, uh, the Jagger material. Yeah, dude. Just like out of nowhere, he brought out the Jagger stuff. I was like, whoa, what the heck? But nice. he, he, the he, material, you could have done at any point between 1964 and 2017. Yeah, but I think the whole point that he was he was doing it now was he's like, he's 70 some years old. I don't know if he should be doing this right. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you what. I used to talk a lot of shit about the Rolling Stones and Mick Jagger dancing around like that. And then I, uh, uh, my mom and, uh, her boyfriend uh has been around forever they took me to see the stones when i played silker park in austin yeah and about halfway through the uh halfway through the concert the stage rolls out into this little bitty platform con uh stage yeah and they're all on it and he comes out and uh, we end up being like like front row on that thing in the middle of the crowd wow and uh i'll tell you what man those guys still work it like, oh yeah the reason why uh not a lot of those guys are still around at this age and the rolling stones are man i don't yeah. know what they're doing but i know it's kind of a cliche you know like the uh i said a total glitch uh, no you're good the guitar player for the rolling Stones. keith richards keith richards yeah <laughs> his uh his health regiment when you can do heroin until you're fucking 95 years old yeah yeah, it, it, that's um, it's bizarre to me that he's that they're still able to do that. And my dad always, every time we talk about Stones, he always brings up the brings up this interview that Mick did, and he said, "Well, we're not going to be uh, rocking when we're in our fifties. We're going to be done. We're not going to be one of those people." I'm like, "Dude, you're rocking in your seventies still." Yeah, dude, and, and also printing money. Yeah, yeah, these big stadium shows, stadium tours are. They're prob- I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I'm not saying the guys don't work hard, but, uh, you know, they're, they're making more money than, than LeBron James still. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think the only act close enough to them at that level with stadium tours would probably be Metallica. And even then, they don't. I don't even think Metallica tours as much as the Rolling Stones do. No, I don't think so. And then, you know, I think Prince was up there, but, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy deal. These rock stars, what are we going to do about them? Yeah. Or Bruce Springsteen. I'd love to see Bruce, no, man. I, 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 I'm Springsteen, but I guess what I was going to say about the Stones was, uh, you know, if I go see the Stones, I don't want to see new shit. You want to see all you the know? old school shit? I want to see all the classic stuff. Yeah. And how many bands, you know, there aren't many bands where you only want to see uh, the classic stuff. That's true. This is true, Sammy. Yeah, so you've been keeping up with the NBA playoffs? Yeah, man, the Bulls are doing all right. My uh, my Lakers are uh, a complete <laughs> utter mess, and they're sitting at home where they deserve to be. But uh, man, the Bulls are making a nice little run on the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, they lost last night. They're down three two, but um, I thought they were gonna sweep them for a minute there. Yeah, it was looking like it, but uh, you know, I don't know. Boston's, uh, you know, they were number one seed for for oh, reasons, right? And uh, and you never know with this Bulls team. They're uh, they're they're streaky. Yeah, they get a game on 
on TNT, you know, they might pull it off. This is true. Yeah, dude, that that's weird. Have you noticed? It's funny you bring that up. Somebody else mentioned that to me one time. Anytime the Bulls are on national TV, they play harder or something. They play better. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can understand that a little bit. You know, it's a mm. nationally televised game. You might give a little bit more. I mm. guess, you know, if you're a real professional, it doesn't yeah. make a difference. But I guess these Chicago guys <laughs> are like, hey, you know, let's put on a show. Uh, on no, somebody said they were undefeated during the season on TNT. Yeah. Somebody brought the. I forgot who it was, but I was just like, every time. They play for ratings. Chicago's <laughs> Bulls rating machine. <laughs> Dude, well, every time the Spurs play them, we always have trouble with them. And then. And then they beat them this year when we went over when the Spurs went to Chicago. And then somebody brought it up like they play harder when they're on national TV or something. And I'm just like, well, those WGN days are far past for us here down here in Texas. But I remember watching those. I used to look forward to watching those WGN games when they oh, were showing. Oh yeah, dude, the Bulls on WGN all summer long, man. That and Day Cup games. Yeah, yeah. It was man, the Blackhawks yeah, got was the best down there. And now, yeah. now all you can do is like in the heat of the night during the day. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. And now that's we not even good reruns. <laughs> we could watch the Rockford Files maybe if they show those. Dude, I'd be stoked about Rockford Files. That's that's it's more like Mama's House or some shit where you're like, God damn, is this all they have <laughs> James Gardner was on Rockford Files, right? Or who was it? No, it wouldn't have been. He would have been too too young to have been on Rockford Files, man. Oh, man, I can't Trump remember. Done a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Damn it! They used to always show it on TBS right before, like, or TNT before Monday Nitro back in the day. Yeah, man, I remember that. <laughs> I just heard they're making a. Uh, let me ask you this: uh, Who would you cast to play Vince McMahon? We're talking about doing a Vince McMahon biopic, and I just can't see anybody who could uh, who could pull it off. Oh shit, man! Ah. Oh. Maybe Bale, or me. Yeah, you're right, man. Christian Bale could definitely. Christian Bale, maybe, uh, maybe Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I was gonna say that. Uh, I could see because Christian Bale is about the same height, and I can see because Christian Bale is such an amazing method actor. He could totally get his physique down and get his mannerisms. Yeah. I could see Bale pulling that off. So you weren't thinking like. Uh... A normal weight like Thanksgiving Jonah Hill. <laughs> no, no, because Jonah Hill's too. Uh, he's too. His. He's too eradicate. Is that the right word? I think he's just. Uh, he's too silly. For yeah, the role, I think would be yeah. wanted to tell him in, a, in an email. Yeah, he he's too. Uh, yeah, he's he's too comedic. Like. Oh, no, I mean obviously you can't. It's not wrong physical type. Sure. You know? Although I did love Jonah Hill in Moneyball, he was awesome in Moneyball. Oh, he stole Moneyball. Yeah, he completely stole Moneyball. That's one of the the best Sunday afternoon nothing going on movies ever made. <laughs> he he was good in Moneyball. Upon, yeah, absolutely, all the way until the end, man. If if you don't get choked up to Moneyball at the end, I don't, I definitely don't want to watch the Major League Baseball playoffs with you. <laughs> oh man, oh. Yeah, it was a good movie. I had a I had something else here. I was going to say, oh, you know what? You were talking about like I guess you were you were saying Jonah Hill is Vince McMahon. So I made me think of Seth Rogen, who played Waz in Jobs. He played Steve Wozniak, which he was really good for the brief role yeah, that he it was played. Great man, that was uh, that was an intense movie. Oh yeah, it was so very. I knew, intense. Uh, Steve Jobs was such an asshole. Oh, do you need to read his book? He's worse in the book. Is it really? Dude, I mean, I guess that's what I've heard. I, dude, I he was. Don't think you know. He was such a piece of shit, dude. It's like John Lennon. People don't realize, you know, John Lennon wasn't, uh, you know, peace and love, man. Yeah. So you know, he was a, he was very much a liberal, right, John? Yeah, totally. But I mean, that doesn't mean he wasn't. That doesn't mean he was treating everybody in his life right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No. I get it. I mean. I, I've tried to I've tried to read up on that, and um, I was actually having this this discussion with somebody uh, the other day, and we were talking about John Lennon, and, and my dad my dad w- when I was I was watching this documentary that I had, and I was bringing it up to my dad, and my dad was alive when he made the comment about how the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. And my dad's like, no, he said right. it he said it intentionally, and then 
what he but and then after watching it and after years later my dad finally said he's like you know what he didn't mean it directly that way he was just saying people cared more about the beatles and their religion is what he was saying yeah man i think at the time and john knew what he's doing he's being a hype man yeah yeah but it was bad backlash version of uh you know we have the biggest crowds biggest inauguration yeah yeah, but he, he yeah, was, pissed a lot of people off, though. Oh, dude, he pissed a ton of people off. People hated him after that. Yeah, they had all those... Uh, think about all the millions of dollars of Beatles memorabilia that got burned in the streets over that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like Easy e said... All those dumb rednecks, uh, <laughs> you know, all wrapped up over the Jesus stuff, burning first print edition of Meet the Beatles. And, and, <laughs> you know. It's like what Easy e said... And uh, straight out of Compton, when they were burning their, bashing their CDs and record albums, he's like, Shh, they paid for it. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Right. <laughs> you can do whatever yeah, you want you with know, it. I don't think the Beatles were worried about it. I got them pressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, so, yeah, so ironic we ended up talking about the Beatles after uh, after kissing the Rolling Stones ass. I don't know, man. I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a Beatles guy anyway, though, bro. Yeah, I kind of was too, but then, I don't know. What a, what a weird crazy road those two bands had across from each other yeah it's uh it's pretty interesting but i'll tell you what uh mick jagger had a tv show on hbo for a minute called final i was i was addicted to it man it really was, uh, it was about the music scene in new york city in the 70s it was great it was bobby carnival and uh trying to think who else was on there i don't know mick jagger's son was my point mick jagger's son was on there he's fucking great nice but, uh, Played a younger rock star kid trying to make his way up. It's just, I mean, great actor. Yeah. Really impressive. And Mick Jagger was a executive producer with Scorsese. Wow. After one season. Wow. Hey, speaking of uh, TV shows, have you are you a Pete Holmes guy or you don't like Pete Holmes? No, I like Pete Holmes, man. I'm I'm way behind on the Crashing show. Oh, dude, it's such a good really show. I to see it. I thought it was great the first four episodes or so I saw. Yeah, it just, the season one already ended. They did eight episodes. It was so good. Yeah, really great idea. Man, it's really spreading stand-up. Uh, boy, stand-up's getting so big now, you know? Yeah. Everybody wanted to do stand-up and, and into stand-up. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden everybody's an expert on stand-up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I... It's, uh, it, it reminded me a little bit of Marin's show, but it was a little bit different because... It had more of a because Marin was Marin's show. He's already established as a comedian, and he's doing the podcast. But on on the crashing, he's just like a, an average Joe trying to be a comedian, and that was pretty interesting. Just to, is it really that hard, man? Yeah, crashing did a great job of all the bullshit you put up with at the you know in the early days and getting started, trying to get on mics and going yeah. open mics and trying to get on the list or whatever, trying to get time. And, mm-hmm some really relatable stuff and it was uh man what a funny show Judd Apatow just killing it yeah Artie was great Artie was perfect yeah and it's great to see everybody playing themselves you know it's really funny yeah yeah man that I, I liked it a lot I'm looking forward to uh season two when it does come out yeah man anything that helps promote stand up and uh and get it out there in a way that's that's honest and real about how it is. You know, I'm always a big fan of. Yeah. And we, we've talked about your comedy quite a bit, but do you like sketch comedy or you more, do you do your own? Do you, have you ever thought about doing sketch? Cause you just do mostly stand up, right? And I know you're a writer too. Yeah. I, uh, I've done some sketch in the past. I've done improv and all that, man. It just, you don't like improv, right? Along. I jump on it and stuff. I yeah. Just, I don't know, I'm not the type to uh, to organize it and get it all together. I don't really have that director mindset. Oh. Uh, I probably should. You're just the talent, right? You just come in and you just... <laughs> yeah, I went, I went to the uh, the Bruce Willis school of, uh, of behavior on set. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, next month in May, I think Bruce Bruce is supposed to be coming to San Antonio. Oh, man, I'm going to know a bunch of uh, Austin, I mean, San Marcos comics, excuse me, who are really into Bruce Bruce. It's uh, it's pretty funny. He, I've never seen his stand-up. Have you seen, I've never, is he good? Or the only time I've ever seen him was on Marin's show. Yeah, he's a funny old school guy, man. He's been around forever. Yeah. You know, he's, he's Bruce Bruce. <laughs> 
Yeah. Wow, I just saw a crazy wreck where a lady flew through an intersection. Shut up. Yeah, that was a, that's a live podcast. Wow. So you need to go clear your name or something? You want to... You need to do that? No, man. This uh, guy kept going a crazy hit and run. Oh, my gosh. Really, really insane. Austin, Texas drivers. Lady just flew through a red light. Shit. I hope they're okay. That's why... Hey, that's why you don't do podcast and drive, people. Wait, are you mocking me? No, I'm mocking me. <laughs> Wait, the, you weren't in the car accident, right? No. Yeah, okay. No, it's the most mellow car accident ever. Yeah. <laughs> so this is that old silent car wreck trick. Hey, what? Hey, what? Man, come on! I'm the host. You're not supposed to be giving me the tomfoolery. I'm supposed to be giving you the tomfoolery. Uh, yeah, that was pretty intense, man. That was. I kind of saw it go down in <laughs> slow mo. This lady just flew through the intersection. Wow. I don't want to say she was of Asian descent, but I think I'd be lying if I said otherwise, just by reporting from the scene here. <laughs> uh, we have news correspondent Sam Slade in Austin, uh, Texas. I have, to, I have to tell you, I have to tell you something really funny. The other day, yeah, I was uh, pulling off an exit on the highway, not doing a podcast. <laughs> okay. uh, just looking at my phone for normal reasons, right? Yeah. And uh, now I wasn't looking at my phone, but I looked down in my lap for a split second. Yeah. And uh, I ended up rear-ending this lady. Oh, my gosh. she had slammed on her brakes at a, at a yield sign where there wasn't a stop sign. Right. And uh, anyways, we get out of the car, mm-hmm. and, and and it's an Asian lady, right? Yeah. And I don't mean to sound like that. It's just what happened. Right. You know? Yeah. And then I asked her what she does, and thankfully, you know, neither car is damaged because we were both going so slow. It was just a little tap. Right. And uh, everybody's fine, and we're exchanging information just in case, just to be cordial and everything. And I asked sure. her what she does. Yeah. And uh, she gives me her card, and she's a dog walker <laughs> and a dog sitter. <laughs> and I uh, and I looked at her, and then looked at the card. Yeah. And uh, and I told her I didn't have a dog. <laughs> uh. I told her I was a cat person. Oh, but you're not a cat person. You like dogs. Yeah, 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 but you did it just I mean, to... I'm not, not going to say that to the cat's face, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not going to be a dick to your cat. Right. If, if I come over to your house and you got cats, I'm not going to be a jerk and be too cool or or uppity to the cats, but but I'm going to talk about it when I leave, you know? <laughs> I'm going to be like, fuck that cat. <laughs> That's funny. I think everybody does that about people's pets, though. Yeah, I don't like cats either. Oh man! So co- if that happens to you too often, you should change your soap. Yeah, that's that. Doctor said. That's what. Yeah, stay away from the Lever Two Thousand soap. Or, or you should use soap. That would be a. That's the probably the the better choice versus the two. Wow, man! So I mean, <laughs> you made a wise crack. <laughs> you got all quiet about the Lever 2000. <laughs> no, when you when you when you're at uh, your grandmother's house, it's the best soap you can use. Man, well, my grandmother's house, they didn't have that. I think she had ivory soap. Oh, you're right. It's either Lever 2000 or or ivory. Dude, we I stopped using ivory. My I, always had the Lever 2000. Yeah, my parents, I think my parents used Lever No, they don't use Lever 2000. They used to use ivory. And then they switched to dial or whatever that other one was called. I don't remember. I don't know how we got into subject. Well, about. I'm sorry that I'm sorry that my grandparents actually learned lessons from the depression. <laughs> okay, I can't say spending money on frivolous soap expenses. I can't remember what my grandparents had. It's, it's too long ago, and they're all in a better place now. So. uh I'm wondering, am I like a accessory to a crime because I didn't stop after I saw some lady getting uh, that's what, completely t-boned? That's what I'm saying, dude. You need to, you need to. Um, Do I need to go back to the scene? Well, were you the only witness there? No, there's an intersection full of people. Oh well, then I'm pretty sure somebody else can establish 
what exactly entailed and happened. Unless... Yeah, it was like the third of six people who just drove right by. Yeah, so you're. I think you're okay. I think. Oh, isn't that crazy? Horrible though. That that's horrible, yeah, man. Maybe somebody from a from like another country here here in America, and you get hit in some crazy wreck. Your fault, by the way. But yeah. you don't understand the roads, and then. And after it happens, just everybody drives by you because they're doing podcasts on their phone. Hey, dude. Okay, so where where are we going with this? I'm kind of confused, Sam. No, I'm just saying that's a that's a terrible state of the world. Everybody's so so busy on their phone doing podcast interviews that they can't stop and help people. Well, you maybe you should go do it. But I don't know what I would do now. I think at this point they probably have so, it all cleared up. And, well, well, I mean, it, look, you know, her neck wasn't broken or anything. She was. <laughs> yeah, she's all right. Okay, okay. I didn't. Okay. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a doctor. I didn't like inspect her. I just, from what I saw, merging into the other lane to drive by. Yeah. Okay. It seemed like she was fine. Okay. We were so. Are are we serious? Are we real? Or are we are we kidding? Like you, you got me. Which part? <laughs> this whole, this last two minutes. I I don't know what. I I don't I can't keep no, up yeah, with you. I definitely, I definitely saw some crazy wreck. No 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 I no I totally I but to my I think it's a sign of my professionalism but I've not lost my cool here at, on the world of Royal. <laughs> uh, man I man I this wow yeah that's true you're doing an amazing job amazing job Sam. I would have crushed it on nine eleven. Oh no I don't know about that you were a young what fourteen fifteen at the time. Oh, you did have it then because you did the Dudley and Bob yeah, show. I've been a professional broadcaster since early, early days. Since the uh, the Dudley and Bob days, and uh... yeah, it was like I was like uh, in fourth grade calling into Dudley and Bob, telling ex-girlfriend stories. That's right, you did say that. But I ended up working for them. Yeah, you're right, dude. You are right. So, um, shit, Sam, I had something I was going to tell you. Uh, I hear the uh, I hear the siren where they're going to the rag what's that response time it's like enough time to do like three more segments on a podcast before the ambulance shows up in Ma- austin texas maybe you should just go well no there's nothing i'm going to help with now i would yeah. be uh, an absolute problem on the scene of a wreck right now not not for any other reason other than just i don't know what to do and i I'd be like, so I do the chalk outline, or what do I do? So here's the here's the thing. I was going to tell you since we're bringing up broadcasters. Did you see that ESPN laid off a whole bunch of people? Did they really? They laid off like a hundred people. Wow. And That's and, tough, man. and some of those that you know, that we all know, yeah, like Ed Warder, Trent Dilfer. No way, really. Yes. Ed Warder, holy shit! He's he's been with them forever. Yeah, Seventeen it's, years. It's OG ESPN crew. Yeah, dude, he got laid off, and and um, he tweeted it out or something. I, it, was, it was pretty sad. I was like, "Whoa, what are we doing?" Because they're trying to switch to this whole digital thing and not, you know, it's weird. A changing landscape of broadcasting. I guess they're trying to uh, move it over to live stream a bunch of shit like that cut down on reporters and I yeah. mean, i'm sure edward is making a shit ton of money he's one of the og guys you know yeah i'm not too worried about where he's gonna end up he can go back to his old job as the monopoly man now <laughs> oh man i mean that's that's what i think of when i think of his face you know Super. yeah yeah that this I is i he wore a monocle <laughs> and they discontinued the thimble too on 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 monopoly that's that's sad Are you being serious? No, I, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, they did. No more thimble. I mean, I'm not seriously interested. I'm pretending to be seriously interested in the uh, the Monopoly. Now I'll have to get upset every 12 years I play Monopoly. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Okay. No, I don't know. It's just, it just was never my, my no. game. I was more of a Connect 4 guy. Yeah, Connect 4 was a good game. I was a big Connect 4 guy, too. I, I love it. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's like tic tac toe, but with colors. But you, I mean, it's an actual game, and you can, I don't know, it, it is a lot of fun. It's checkers and it's great, man. You it's, can always play checkers with the same pieces. Oh yeah, multifunctional. 
Yeah, you can pay, you can play. It's like Sorry. Sorry was a fun game. Or Trouble. Trouble was a good game too. Uh, what about Battleship? I never played. I I I never played those as a kid. Sorry and Trouble. No. But I've ended up dealing with more of both of those <laughs> as an adult. Right. Uh, than I wish I I could say. Yeah. What about? Were you? Did you like Battleship? Battleship was fun. What do you mean, Battleship? Yeah, Battleship. You know the Are board you game? Battlefield? No, I said Battleship. Okay. Yeah, Battleship's <laughs> always fun, man. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's not the fastest game in the world, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's not a... If you're, in a... if you're in a dentist waiting room with <laughs> a bunch of children. <laughs> okay, yeah. How about some... We can kick it old school and play some uh, Marbles and Jacks. We can do that, too. Yeah, it's a little too old. At that point, might as well start uh, whittling. <laughs> or, t- or no, no, no. If we wanted to get really old, we could play tops. That's old. Yeah, but what about pogs? Pogs were great, dude. Pogs were kind of cool. I had pogs. Yeah, pogs were fun to collect. It was great to spend eighteen dollars on like four pieces of cardboard cut into circles, and then you just get a, get a slammer. Okay, so we wrapped that up a little early. Sam, is always great to talk to him. It's always great to talk to you, man. Sometimes I hope that the next time we talk, we're in person, and probably by then, I will have two kids, and uh, maybe we'll uh, have something to laugh about. We'll talk more Cubs baseball, I think, and they'll probably be in the thick of the pennant race, and hopefully that's going to be exciting for us again, Sam. Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show, Sam. Guys, thank you for listening. I know that sometimes it's hard to listen to a podcast when the audio quality is kind of rough. And so just to kind of give you an insight of what I did, I got my phone speaker, put it on speaker, put it toward my, put it on my microphone. And that's how you get the quality that you're getting with me talking to Sam. And I I know it's rough. It's going to get better. I promise. I'm working on it and I'm going to take care of it. All right, guys. So social media, Twitter and Instagram at Roel Santos Jr. Facebook.com slash hold the row is my Facebook page. Give it a like, share it. Grow it. Help me grow it. Also, you can email me at roelsjr at gmail.com. I would really, really appreciate that. And uh, if, if you have any questions, comments, maybe you want to be a guest, you can reach out to me that way. That would be really cool and fine and dandy. I said that. I don't know why I said that. See, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm really, really peppy. Anyway, guys, that's the show. Stay tuned as the world of Row turns. Take care. <laughs>